Live from the Average Joe Nation studios in St. Clair, Missouri, this is the Average Joe Podcast, a show that proves that in this crazy world, a combination of common sense and a C-plus average is actually a superpower. Sure, he's crazy, but what if he's right? Please welcome your host, Damon Gilbert. I'm going to start off today with uh, something that I don't typically do, and I'm not going to try and predict the future, but I am in this one particular case. I don't like doing that because it's pretty early to do this, and I'm probably making a mistake here, but I think it's pretty much a sure deal. Uh, Donald Trump will, in fact, first of all, he will run again for president, and he will win the Republican nomination, okay? Uh, It's June 16th of 2022. That's over two years in advance. But I can tell you right now, that's going to happen. He's he's done everything but announce it. And I think he's probably going to announce it sometime right after the midterms. And the reason he will do that is because what we have in the United States and we've had for a long time is a perpetual election cycle. So he's going to jump in pretty quick. He's going to see the lay of the land after the uh, midterms, which I think will be catastrophic for the Democrats and whether or not they can throw a few elections like they did in 2020 I don't know that the, you can throw this many elections I don't think they have the resources I, they would definitely get caught doing it this time and it's harder to do it in in uh, uh, each and every state you, you really don't have the kind of support a lot of these elections are fortified now where you can't really Uh, what's happened is Steve Bannon, who was uh, uh, an advisor to Donald Trump, he he has a a podcast and he's, he's quite a, he's quite a guy. He's, he's uh, actually pushed the narrative that elections are won locally and he's, he's pushed it. And, and uh, what's happened is around the country, more and more local communities and local areas are being gobbled up by the Republicans, uh, be it, uh, um, you know, school boards or you know uh, county county elections whatever so what what i'm getting at is it's pretty hard to it's pretty hard to throw every one of those elections now i i'm not going to say that donald trump is going to be the next president of the united states because they can throw that election and will they i i don't know that they won't now will it be so overwhelming that they won't be able to do that i i don't know that that's too early to tell on that but the thing is, we've right here, I've got 10, 10 reasons that I think that he will be the nominee, for sure, the nominee. And one of, one, of the, one of the things I want to preface this with is this is assuming that the Democratic candidate is Joe Biden, okay? I don't, I don't think they're going to allow him to run again, but the problem is the people that you have under him or that would fill in for him are even worse than he is. Kamala Harris is a disaster. She's not gonna, what's she gonna run on? The fact that she doesn't show up to work half the time? That she was made the borders are and never once went down there? You're not gonna be able to run on that platform. Not to mention the fact that 90% of the people in the country hate her guts. So here's the deal. What it comes down, what it boils down to is health. It really does. Uh, on the one hand, Donald Trump could become ill. Something could happen to him. He could have a health issue. That would change the, the, the whole uh, uh, landscape. Uh, also, if Joe Biden were to die in office or be, or be removed from office because he's senile, which he should be in the first place, but make it a part of public record, then you would have that 
that issue later on. And I honestly, God, I think what what's going on is health health will become an issue uh, in the in the twenty twenty four election. Whether whether or not Biden is the the uh, Democratic nominee, or if he if he bows out, the Democrats will use that against Trump. I guarantee you they will because I would. I would I would say look we had we had Biden for four years he's an idiot he's an old man he can't run uh, he's has dementia and Trump is not that much younger than him so it becomes an issue it was okay for our guy to run and to win and to drive the country into the ground but we don't want your guy doing that see that that's the that's the uh, um, that's the twist and that's the strategy they'll use so they're hoping beyond all hope that something happens to to uh, uh, you know, Biden, at some point, the Democrats are, because they don't want him running. They don't want him running at all. I don't know who they're going to run. I mean, when you get right down to it, what, who are you going to have? There's just, the Democrats, there's three people they do not want running in 2024. Three. There's only three. One is Joe Biden, who is the president right now, obviously. I know, I'm, forgive me. He's the, he's the president. He's the incumbent. The other one is Hillary Clinton. They do not want Hillary Clinton getting anywhere near the White House. These are Democrats not wanting this. I still think she's going to be in this mix somewhere. And also, you do not want Bernie Sanders running. The Dems do not want either one of those, all three of those people. They don't want anything to do with them. They don't want them running again. Because, for one thing, those three people run, Donald Trump's going to win handily. Now, what do you do? What do you, what do, you do? What, as far as it, I mean, he, okay, let's get into the reasons right quick. I could go on about that for quite some time. The number one reason that he's going to run and win the Republican nomination, that he only has one major opponent. That's it. He's got one major opponent. That would be uh, Governor DeSantis from Florida. And Governor DeSantis has already said that if Donald Trump is running, he's not going to run. Now, that narrows your field down to probably Rand Paul and Ted Cruz. Rand Paul, I would vote for. Ted Cruz, I don't want anywhere near the White House. I mean, he's 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 as fake as they come. So you're down to just one person, and he has no major. He's only got one major opponent who has already said he won't run. Now, what are you going to do? What are you going to do on the on the Dem side? You're going to have Kamala Harris. You're going to have Buttigieg. I mean, the guy was the guy was a a part-time mayor of South Bend, Indiana. And he's a he's a non-show for his, his job now as transportation secretary. And then what you got? Globishar? Come on. All she can talk about is censorship. She's not gonna be there either. So the Democrats have absolutely no one to run against Donald Trump. And that's what this January 6th thing is all about. They want to make they're they're trying their their utmost to make sure that the DOGA rules that Donald Trump cannot run for re-election, which I don't think they're gonna be able to pull off. So that's gonna be a non-issue. So that's the number one thing. He has only one major opponent. Second reason is it's most states who are, uh, who are Republican leading, red states. And I would say there's probably, eh, it's a large portion of states. I'd say at least a third of the states will negate and not hold primaries. Okay. Trump will be the nominee. They'll know that, and they won't even hold a primary because he won't be primaried. It will save the states millions of dollars each. Plus, it it, it shows support for this guy. 
So they're they're, they're not going to do that. That that's the other reason I think he's going to do this. Um, Trump will be the the uh, nominee, and when you suspend it, see what what will happen is you'll have never Trumpers that are saying, "Well, you 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 really need to let the people speak." Well, the problem is the never Trumpers are going the way of the buggy whip. They're not going to be around anymore. So he will have probably a third of uh, the uh, delegates almost immediately because. Once he announces, I would say that a third of a, a large portion of the red states will say, okay, fine, we're not going to have a, a primaries. We're just going to hand it over to him. Uh, let's see, number three, and this, this is a really important one, and that is that Trump correctly predicted the current state of the union. He really did. I mean, he, he was better than most commentators. I mean, they got, they got a supercut of him on YouTube going through... Uh, Example or example of, after example of things that he said was going to happen if Biden was elected president, and I'm not just talking about five dollar gallon gases or you know or going after guns. I'm talking about issues in the energy sector, in the transportation sector. What happened in the you know along the border? He was saying this long before. Now the media called it fear mongering, but you know at the end of the day he was right. I mean he's. He, 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 he talked about spying on the White House, the corruption in Ukraine. I mean, really, if he's going to run, and I, and I can hand him this, because he's using the, uh, the phrase, miss me yet, but what he should say is, you know, his, his whole campaign should be based on this, these two words, had enough, with a big question mark. That, that's, what, that's really what, what, should be, what should happen. That's what he should run on. I mean, and then promise on day one, that energy is going to be your number one thing. Number two is going to be the border. Yeah. Number three is going to be crime. And we're going to get on to work on this immediately. But we're going to get the price of gas down. That's what we're going to do. We're going to become energy independent again. I guarantee you that alone would get him. Right now he is he is probably the Republican Party is probably ninety five percent in his in his uh, um, you know in his pocket, and independents are as well. He's got a huge amount of Hispanic uh, support. He's got black support. This will not. This is not going to change anytime soon. Okay. Uh, let's see. Number four of the reasons. Big Don. Big Don is an attention getter. Okay. He's not on right now. He is. He is banned from. I believe YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. If I'm not mistaken. So what's he do? He starts his own social media uh, platform. And what's fun, what, what, what really is funny is that he's in the news 24-7 still, and he's not allowed on any of these platforms. That's because people take what he says, and they put it on their own website or their own Twitter account, and it gets on there anyway. And here's the other thing. He may actually get back on these, these uh, uh, platforms at some point. Because I, I can't imagine, I can't imagine that a multi-billion dollar corporation keeps a current presidential candidate off social platforms. That would be unheard of in American history, that you would, you would go out of your way to, to do that to a presidential candidate, somebody who won, won the primaries fair and square. Okay, the optics are just horrible on this. It'd be lopsided, it'd be stupid. And I, I don't know that he'll go back on Twitter. He said he wouldn't because his stuff gets reposted on Twitter all the time. You can read it anytime you want. All you gotta do is type in Trump and it'll come up. So, I mean, it, it actually saves him time, plus it brings more traffic to his, uh, his uh, social media uh, platform.
because I guarantee you, if you are a commentator or a journalist or whatever, you're going to have a Truth Social uh, account. You just will, because whether you like him or not, you got to know what he's doing, and the only way to do that is to have an account. So it'll increase his his uh, uh, value for his uh, his platform too. Ah, uh, let's see, what are we on? Number six. Yeah, Trump has a large fan base in the GOP and also with independents. And folks, I can tell you right now, if there's one thing the GOP wants and a huge, huge amount of independents want, they want revenge, okay? They want to get back at the Democrats for stealing the election in 2020. That's what they want. They want to get back at these people, and there's nothing better than revenge. Plus, plus, America loves it when a hero falls. They do. They love it. They love it when somebody's taken down. Take Tiger Woods, for example. He had his trouble, his issues with his wife, with uh, many issues. And what, what did people do? They loved that. America loved that. They did. The only thing they loved more was when he came back and won the Masters. Same thing here, okay? They, they want, America wants somebody who comes back, a, um, you know, someone who's been down and comes back, a comeback kid. That, they love that story. They love that story. It's like, it's like soap opera, you know? So, plus, you get back to the revenge thing, they would love to, they really would love to Glover Cleveland, the Democrats, you know, and Grover Cleveland's the only other president who ran uh, non-consecutive terms and won. So I'm telling you, they're going to love this. They're going to love this. The GOP and independents want revenge for a stolen election in 2020. And they're going to they're gonna do everything they can to get it. Uh, let's see. And more than that, more than, more than they love when a hero falls, like I said, they love when he comes has, he makes a comeback and, and this is a Napoleon-style comeback. And Americans love that shit. They really do. I do. I, lo I love a, a, a down-and-out story about somebody coming back and doing good. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, let's see. Where am I at? Uh, number eight. Yeah. Never Trumpers are falling like flies. Okay. They had a, they had a special election in Texas the other day. Uh, a Republican-Latino woman was running, I believe her husband is a border patrol agent, and she was running against a Democrat, and this particular district in Texas has been held by Democrats for, I think, since the beginning of time. And she won. And she didn't won just by a little. She won by a lot. There doesn't even have to be a runoff on this thing. She kicked this guy's ass. And the Democrats are having a fit over this. Having a fit. Because they cannot believe that a, a, a secure blue area like that in Texas that they've been counting on was thrown over to the to the uh, Republicans. Now, the thing is, she's only going to be in office until November, but that doesn't matter because they'll have a, they'll have a, a regular election then, and it's even going to it may even be worse because this is this starts a trend. You see where I'm going with this? This is like a trend. It's like a it's like a snowball down a hill. It just picks up steam. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, oh, well, and Liz Cheney's, Liz Cheney's going to lose. You can bet on that. She's putting all her, she's going all in on the June, uh, January 6th committee. That's what she's doing, which nobody's watching and no one cares about. There are less people that care about January 6th than care about uh, the Ukraine, the war in Ukraine. And, and no one cares. 
It's, it's become an item that no one wants to even talk about. And Liz Cheney's right in the mix of it, boy. She's, she's the uh, cheerleader for the, for the left, and yet she's a Republican. Yeah, I, I don't know how she thinks she's going to win in Wyoming. That's just not going to happen. Plus, they lost in South Carolina in the, in the, pre, in the last primary. It, it's going to be a disaster for the Dems. So they're, they're having their issues, and they're going to have more issues as time goes along. So that would be another reason. Now, number nine. Uh, Dems will not have a Senate or congressional majority. Okay. Now, Trump will be able to do things that he wanted to do in the first in his first term, and he will. It will be much easier than last time to get those things pushed through because when he first when he was first elected, he had a lot of Republicans that hated his guts. And they would go out of their way to, you know, stonewall, uh, throw a monkey wrench into the into the works to try to stop him getting anything that he wanted to get done. That is not going to be an issue because, like I said in the previous reason, the, the uh, never-Trumpers are falling like flies. Not to mention the fact that Democrats have got their own issues. Even on their party, they're, they're losing. And they've had, what, 25 or 25 people retire from uh, Congress because they know they're going to lose and no one wants to be known as a loser. That is the kiss of death in politics. You cannot be a loser or be associated with one. So these guys, people who are looking further down the road are going, you know what? I'd rather walk away from this, maybe make a comeback in a couple of years rather than get my ass handed to me and be part of the stink that's going to take place in, in, in November. And I, and I think they're, I think they're actually correct on that. They probably should do that. That would be the wise political move right now. Say you want to spend more time with your family, some nonsense bullshit like that, like they always do, and that would probably be the way to go. That would probably be the way to go. So, uh, let's see. Number 10, and I think this is probably one of the most important reasons of all, that I think Trump will, in fact, get the nomination. And... If he does become president, I think it'll be a bigger success than in 2016. And again, I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but you'll, you'll see why. This time, he's going to have experience. He knows the lay of the land. He knows the good guys and the bad guys. And he knows how to get things done. He's, he's, he has a huge advantage. He has a groundswell of support. Uh, they're geared up. These people are excited about this. If he announces this, it is going to be a really wonderful day for the Republican Party. It really will. The GOP will be thrilled to death. And what's funny is, folks, what is so funny about this, just to give you an idea of how stupid the way the world is today, Donald Trump, for all of his negativity and all, all of his faults, okay, did more for the, this country in four years than any president in probably my lifetime. Okay, and here's here's the thing: he's run, he's running as a, as a Republican. He was a business Democrat prior to this. Is that not weird? He really was. He was a business Democrat, not not a left leaning lunatic like there. I'm talking about a business Democrat who looked at things from a perspective of a left. You know, center left, 
Demo a Democrat, a, a business Democrat. It's amazing. It's amazing. It really is. So anyway, that's about all I got on this, but I just wanted to make sure I, I got that out there. So it was in June of 2022. I'm saying he will get the, the nomination unless, of course, and I want that, I want that uh, caveat thrown in there, unless there's a health issue with either him or Biden, and that could throw things into flux. I, it really could. Uh, believe me, the Republicans are going to use, I mean, the Democrats are going to use his age against him. There's no doubt about it. There's no getting around that. They will do that. But it, it's going to be a pretty hard sell when you've, you know, you elected a geriatric in the first place. Who, by the way, can't, doesn't even, can't even carry on a conversation half the time. You know, jumps out in, in the midst of a sentence. Starts thinking about something else. It, it's pretty, it's pretty pathetic. Can't walk a flight of steps either, by the way. Uh, anyway, that's all I got today. And uh, we will talk again tomorrow. You have a great day. And I appreciate you listening. And I'll be right back with some news items. If you think he's crazy, then what do we consider the rest of the world? You're listening to The Average Joe Podcast with Damon Gilbert. All right, we're back. Uh, start the first one off with one of the, I just saw this a minute ago. Dow, the Dow, the, the stock market, the Dow plummeted below 30,000. I think it dropped 900 points. Yeah, it's down to 29,773 as of 1.56 Central Time. But yet, Biden's standing up there in front of everybody, and he claims it's the strongest economy ever. Well, I'm sorry, Joe, but that's not true. And I don't know who's telling you that, but all you do to, need to do is turn on the news. And even even the mainstream media will tell you this isn't true. So Joe's, Joe's he's, he's delusional, and, but he will continue to say that. Uh, and I can argue the point endlessly on why that's not true, but it doesn't matter because the, the main the main the main telling point is the Dow plummeting below through thirty thousand, and that is saying something. It dropped nine hundred points. That's a that's a bad day on Wall Street. Ah, uh, let's see. Yeah, oh yeah, the White House. The White House keeps suggesting that electrical vehicles they are the fix for gas prices. Now problem with that is, and I'll get it down into this in another section, uh, Secretary of Energy Jennifer Granholm tells Americans to stop complaining about, and she actually said this on CNN. I'll make sure I, 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 I put that out there. I listened to the clip. She said that uh, she's telling Americans to stop complaining about high gas prices because other countries, such as Brazil and Canada, are paying the same. That's what she said. In other words, she's like her mother, saying, just shut up and, and like it. This is the way it's going to be, and I don't want to hear any complaining about it. That's basically what she's telling you as an American who's paying $5 at the very minimum for gasoline in the United States. She's telling you to shut your mouth because people, other people have it just as bad. Yeah, but I was pretty sure. I thought nationalism was the, was the cause of inflation. Wasn't that what I was told last week? I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure somebody told me that. I read it. I read an article about that. That the the, Dem the Democrats are trying to push nationalism as the reason. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure that was right. I could be wrong. Plus, I thought I thought Biden said it was the oil company's fault. Now, if it's the oil company's fault, then why would it be nationalism? And if it's nationalism's fault, then why is Brazil and Canada paying the same amount? Their line of reasoning doesn't make any sense. 
See, these are the same talking points they've, they've been using all along, and they got no solutions. I mean, America, I got, I, got, I got news for you. Here's what the Democrats say to you. Go out and buy an electric car. They're only $55,000. Come on, get on it. Don't be a wuss. Go out and buy these cars. That'll save you, what, $30 at the pump each time you fill up? Never mind that the payment on that's probably $800 a month. Because I think, if I'm not mistaken, the average payment on a car right now, yeah, that's, that's another one of these uh, stories. The average monthly payment right now on a new car in the United States is $714. And that's on a five-year note. So imagine what it would be, <laughs> what that would cost. That car is costing you around sixty-five dollars to $70,000. Unbelievable. Yeah. Now, mind you, our, our glorious... Uh, Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm, she's telling you to go out and buy an electric car and just shut up. Well, here's the funny thing. She was a director of an electric car company. It was called Proterra. Okay. Now, in May, right before the gas went through the roof, she exercised stock options in that company, and she pocketed $1.6 million. How about that? She saw this one coming. She said, hey, I'm gonna option. I'm gonna. I'm gonna sell those options because I know that 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 stock's gonna go through the roof, and that's what she did. That's what she did. Ah, uh, let's see. Another item that's of interest is that Biden administration plans to extend the COVID-19 emergency. Now, what does that mean? Well, it means a lot of things. It's gonna come up in July. It probably means that we're gonna start wearing masks again on planes. It means you'll, we, uh, there will be more money given away to countless people. Uh, it'll probably mean the student loan uh, forgiveness will be extended because the last thing they want to do is piss people off right before the election, which I think, if I'm not mistaken, you have to start paying student loans back September 1st. I could be wrong on that, but uh, uh, my guess is that they'll extend it again. Uh, let's see. Elon Musk says that, and I thought this was funny, uh, Dems would rather Tesla was dead than be alive and non-unionized. Now, I, for one, am a, um, I'm a union member. I, I, I worked for a union for years. I have a pension that I get through my union. So I can't say much about this. Uh, I've worked with a union. I've worked without one. Typically, when it's a large company, and I'm not talking about your mom and pop operations, but typically, if it's a large corporation where you're nothing more than a number, a union's a better deal. It really is. And I know unions are corrupt. I can hear people out there going, you're full of shit. They're crazy. They're, they are. They're corrupt. I'll be the first one to admit it. Uh, I've, I've you know, paid my money in my union, and I guarantee it's gone to things that I would not have agreed with and probably into the pockets of a lot of, pe- of uh, scumbags out there. True. That's absolutely true. But at the end of the day, I still got a pension that I can, I can draw on. So when, when uh, Elon Musk says something about that, like that, I, I have to take that with a grain of salt because I'm not a big fan of his, and I think he's a con man at the end of the day. But he knows as well as I do, if they unionized, that would destroy that company. And that's one of the reasons I think the Dems are doing that. They've had it with him buying Twitter and saying that they're all, you know, um, uh, you know, the version of the devil. 
and he's he's jumped sides and they and they they don't like that and they're coming after him and they don't want that way they can really hurt him because at the end of the day folks if if you know anything about elon musk it is that his money is all tied up in tesla stock i think he's worth right now he's he's worth less than 200 billion dollars right now and i think at the end of the day with all of his companies um the one that holds the most value is tesla i think he i think that's 185 billion of his dollars are tied up in tesla stock and the rest of it's divvied out amongst spacex and boring company and uh, stargate or star whatever the hell it is at um oh it is sky uh, sky some uh, anyway it's the one where he he has his uh um, satellites you know, beaming internet service down to the, to the earth supposedly I, I don't know if it's even true they say it is fine whatever but at the end of the day the bottom line with with Elon Musk is it's a people don't really understand how this works and I'm no expert at it but I've done a little research on it and I've, I've told you I'm going to get into this one day but there's no way that one company one auto manufacturer can be valued at the same amount as all car manufacturers in the United States are. 1.2 trillion dollars is what both of those are valued at. One company, Tesla, is valued at 1.2 trillion dollars. All the rest, and I'm including Ford, Chevrolet, Chrysler, uh, BMW, <laughs> uh, Toyota, Honda, all those, all those in the group are valued at 1.2 trillion dollars and Tesla only makes around 2% of the vehicles in the United States there's no way that that can hold up the numbers won't add up so the Dems are looking at it like okay you want to be a you want to be a Republican we're coming after you that's what we're doing and we're gonna do it with unionization and I think he's I think his SpaceX uh, uh, deal down in Texas has been put on hold because I think he has to address 75 uh, environmental issues before he can launch according to the FAA that's going to put a bit of a kink in his his schedule to get to Mars supposedly because you only have you have a window to launch to go to Mars and it only comes around every two years so we'll see we'll see he keeps saying he's gonna go I, I, again I could talk about this for hours and I won't um, let's see Exxon fires back at the Biden administration after the letter warning that the Biden administration may use emergency powers, okay, yeah, to bring down the price of gasoline. And Exxon says, we don't think so. If you hadn't canceled all these, if you hadn't gone after the uh, petroleum industry, the energy sector, we wouldn't be having these problems. This is, you're, 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 you're operating on a climate agenda run by the, the lunatic left. You know, that's what your problem is. And Exxon is correct. I don't like Exxon any more than anybody else does. And I certainly don't like big oil companies. But at the end of the day, they're actually right on this. If it hadn't been for some of the decisions he made and some of his executive orders in his first, very first days as president, we wouldn't be in this position right now. Because I can tell you one thing. I'd like to go back three or four years and pay a buck eighty-seven at the pump. How about you? So that's that's where we're at right now. Uh, let's see. Another issue was mail-in ballots were found discarded along a California freeway. 
uh, just, let's say it was June 6th, I believe. And that was after the uh, primaries in California. So when you say that, that uh, the 2020 election was one of the most secure in American history, this is what we have to go on here. Ballots found on the highway and, and on a Hollywood sidewalk, they found, they found mail-in ballots. Yeah, and you're telling me that the, the, the election system in the United States is infallible and better than anyone in the, in the, in the world. That's nonsense. Th these, two, these two examples right here, and this is, in, this is in California, for God's sakes. And I mean, this was probably just by mistake. This probably wasn't on purpose, like it was in, in uh, you know, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, South Carolina, you know, Georgia, okay, in the 2020. So we've got a we've got a system that's all screwed up. Mail-in ballots should be a thing that never happens. We're the only country in the world that does that. It's stupid. It doesn't work. And these are two prime examples of it. Uh, let's see. Dems. Dems are not taking their Texas special election loss very well. And I think that's funny as hell. I really do. They are panicking over this. They're the the guy that was running against this Latino woman, he's saying he got absolutely no help from the the DNC. None, zero support. So the Dems are right now. They're they're in they're in the crazy mode right now. They're they're uh, this is a this is a five alarm fire. They they got some serious issues going on here, and they don't know how to attack this because when you start losing elections where your party has been in place for twenty to thirty years, you got some serious issues. Yeah, and uh, people aren't buying this anymore. They really aren't. They're getting tired of high high prices they're getting tired well especially in texas uh, the border which nobody's paying attention to yeah people are sick of this again again i go back to what trump should use had enough yet that's what they that's that should be his motto it should uh let's see where am i at here oh yeah this is the tenth and final one and i just thought this was kind of a funny one and it's not going to surprise anybody at all but yesterday i believe it was uh in i guess honor of the uh, the Pride Month, which I think is retarded. I think Juneteenth is stupid. I, 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 I really do. I, this, this, whole, this whole thing makes homosexual people look like idiots. I mean, the, the average American gay couple looks like a dumbass when, it, when, when these people come out of the woodwork. Okay? But Biden referred to the LGBTQ uh, community as uh, LGBTQL. I mean, he corrected himself right quick, and he got it all screwed up. He, he sounded like Bush at that point. But I got to admit, in all honesty, I got to give him a, a break on this because this has gotten so out of hand, and we've added so much to each one of these to this particular uh, issue. We've added so many letters to it. I mean, right now, it, it, it's, it, it goes like this. It's LGBTQIAAP+. Now, in our all honesty, I had to write that down in order to remember it. So I can imagine that a senile old man who can't remember what country he's in or what state he's in or what town he's in would, throw, would get that wrong. I, I, I got to give him a, a break on that one, but that's the only one I give him a break on because this guy, he's addled, he's senile, and he's past his prime. And when he was in his prime, he was a jerk, okay? He was as corrupt as they come. I hate, I really do. I hate this guy. So anyway, that's all I got today.
And uh, we will talk again tomorrow. Again, thank you for listening. Uh, we'll see how my predictions come out. Come, come about. I will remember this one. This is June 16th. So we'll see what's going on in a couple of years. How about that? All right. And we will talk again tomorrow. And remember, it's June 16th, and Joe Biden is the worst president in American history. Let's go, Brandon. As always, thanks for listening to the Average Joe Podcast. Be sure to check out our website at www.averagejoenation.media and follow us on social media. Remember, if you haven't told all your friends, you're wrong.